Occasionally, myself and our coaching staff at DadStartingOver.com, we run into a client who has issues that go beyond the scope of coaching. They may have really severe anxiety, depression, suicidal ideation, and this is the point where our coaches stop and say, have you spoken to a therapist? What a lot of these men say is, I've looked into it, not a lot of options in my area, it can't work with my schedule, or I have an appointment schedule, but I can't get in for another four months. In other words, the need is there. They recognize the need. They see the value in the therapy, but the options for getting the therapy are extremely limited in their area. Well, thanks to our friends at BetterHelp.com, there is an option for you. BetterHelp is a unique service that allows you to talk to a licensed therapist from your area via your telephone or your computer. You can do voice chat with them if you wish. You can email back and forth. You can text with them all on your time schedule, all from the convenience of your phone or your computer. So check it out at betterhelp.com DSO. That's betterhelp.com DSO and get 10% off your first month of service with BetterHelp. All right, folks, we have another Dear DSO entry on the website at dadstartingover.com slash dear-dso. Fill out the form. You can submit your own story, and I will respond here in video format. Uh, before we get into today's Dear DSO entry, if you could please, I would greatly appreciate it. Give me a follow. Give me a like. Give me a subscribe. However it works, wherever you are watching this, whatever platform you are using, hey, I would greatly appreciate it. Thanks so much. Now on to today's question. This comes from Nick. Nick says, I am the f- husband, I am father, and wife of the household. Ruh-roh. Nick says, what do I do? I have been with the same woman for 17 years. We have a 12-year-old boy, twin 11-year-old boys, and a 5-year-old. I'm exhausted just reading this. <laughs> I work hard. Every day for 10 to 12 hours. Oh, Nick, geez. I then come home to clean dishes at least four days out of the week. After dishes, I cook a home-cooked meal every day. This is all while my wife sits on the couch and sleeps or surfs the web. Don't get me wrong. She cleans the bathrooms on an average of twice a month. (laughs) And same with washing the clothes. We have four kids, so laundry has to be done weekly. I don't know about you, but in my household, it's daily. Seriously. Therefore, I do the laundry and clean uh, the other two times of the month. Oh, I see. Uh, We have talked about our roles in the house, and she seems to understand, but then reverts quickly back to the same behavior within a week to two weeks' time. It's like pulling teeth to get her to want to show me any form of gratitude. By gratitude, I mean just by showing that she cares for all the things that I do for the household. Truthfully, I have so much more to say, but this is already getting too long. Please help. Right away, it's not getting too long. That was a pretty quick one, Nick. Um, That's some nice guy behavior on your part. You don't want to, uh, you know, be too annoying. You don't want to overwhelm me with your your problems and all this other stuff. Dude, you got to cut that shit out. This is... That's what this, you know, this um, platform is for, is for you to reach out and share your story and get some help. I hate to say this, and it's going to sound misogynistic, sexist, mean on my part by some people. Some people will hear me say that and say, how is that misogynistic mean? It will just wait. 
this is common. Super, super common. For some of you women that are married to assholes that just sit on the couch and play video games while you're doing all the housework and everything, you're probably like, yeah, right. No, dude, you can ask my friend, like therapist friend, my psychologist friend, Dr. Psych Mom, and other people like her, they hear this shit all the time, which is dude works a lot of hours and comes home and works a lot more hours while wife sits and what we say finger fucks her phone. The thing is, Nick, the first place my mind goes to this, it, there's my, my mind is going down several roads here, so bear with me. <sighs> Issue number one is you are putting up with this. You have, in essence, trained this woman to do this stuff. Why? Because she did a little at a time, and you basically, with your inaction, said, that's cool. And so she had a little bit more, and your inaction showed her, that's cool. And by inaction, I mean, you didn't take the action of saying, cut this shit out, get off your ass and do X, Y, Z. I don't work 10 to 12 hours a day just to come home to have to do five more hours of housework, especially since you are sitting at home all day long and able to, com you know, complete all this work, or at least do half of it. While again, I'm working 10 to 12 hours a day, chop, chop, get up, let's go. But I'm willing to bet you didn't do anything to resemble that little speech, did you? What you did is said, well, I see wife sitting. I see she's not going to do anything. Better get my ass in the kitchen or else these kids ain't going to eat. I better get my ass in the kitchen or else these plates are just going to keep piling up and piling up. Oh, look, pile of laundry. Somebody's got to do it. It's human nature. This isn't a sexist thing. This isn't a lazy wife thing. Again, I have plenty of women that will report, plenty of women followers that will report their men do much the same thing. This is an, an asshole at home who has been trained to learn that this is perfectly okay behavior. Why? Because you ain't going nowhere and you did not put your foot down. Or, you know, I'm inferring a lot here. Or I'm assuming a lot. You may have very well put your foot down and said, you got to do this or else. And she did what a lot of people in her position do is say, oh yeah, or what? And your answer to that was, or I'm just going to keep doing the laundry, the dishes, the cleaning, the cooking and everything else while you sit there. And then I will blow up eventually a few weeks later and, and you'll start doing some work for like a week or two. And then we'll go back to square one again. And we'll do that for years. Cool. And her answer is, sounds like a plan. You got to put your foot down, dude. The other avenue to go down. Why is she doing this? No sane person would sit back and watch your partner do all this shit and just twiddle their thumbs or finger F their phone or do whatever and, and not contribute. It's got to be a reason. Either they're just a tremendous, you know, narcissistic asshole or this is more common than what you think. She's depressed. I'm not making excuses for her behavior. I'm just trying to help understand it, right? A lot of people are depressed. Women are more prone to anxiety and depression than men are by virtue of their biological makeup. When we look at personality traits, for example, you know, the, the acronym to use to uh, remember the uh, uh, personality traits is OCEAN, O-C-E-A-N, openness, conscientiousness, uh, extroversion, uh, did I miss one? Openness, conscientiousness, extroversion, agreeableness, and neuroticism. Neuroticism is a propensity for negative thought. You have a, a, a much... Um, higher prevalence of anxiety, depression, and all those negative thoughts in your head. When we test people 
and we say, who are the most neurotic women win by a landslide? Okay. Now that doesn't be little depressed men out there, anxious men. I know this will get, you know, the, the pitchforks out where people or the men in my comments will say men have problems too. Men commit suicide. Yes, I know. All I'm saying is women have a prevalence, a higher prevalence for anxiety and depression. This is not a contest that you want to win guys. Let it go. With that being said, depression can manifest or present itself in a lot of different ways. And one of the most common ways is glued to the couch, to, you know, inaction, not doing a damn thing. They don't get up and exercise. They don't get up and clean. They don't clean themselves. They don't clean the house. Uh, kid is sitting on the floor crying and screaming. They don't get up to say, hey, what's wrong, kid? Kid's got a full diaper, whatever. Mom or dad will change it. They're depressed. And uh, the question is why? You as uh, her partner, if in fact you think she may depress, may be depressed, let's, let's jump to the conclusion that she suffers from depression, right? So you've determined she suffers from depression. What do I do? That's the tough part because a lot of us that have been down this road of having a, a loved one, you know, sometimes a parent or a sibling or romantic partner who's depressed, uh, we just want to, you know, grab them by the nose like a bowling ball and drag them into the therapist and say, talk shit out, get it worked out. Seriously, I'm tired of sitting, you know, doing shit for you. I'm tired of the same arguments. I'm tired of all this bullshit. Go get help. Sometimes that does it. Sometimes it takes an intervention of people to say, uh, we're all tired of, of this. We're worried about you. But at the same time, we can no longer live like this. As loved ones in your life, please get fixed. Uh, what is really, really frustrating for people in your position, people like you, is that the depressed person absolutely positively refuses all help. Their depression becomes part of their persona. It becomes part of their life story, if you will. And it's almost like the, it's a crutch. And without it, Life looks like a lot of work. Like, you know, when you go to a depressed person and go, well, here's what we're going to do. You're going to have a good sleeping schedule. You're not going to stay up all night and, you know, on your phone and on Netflix and on your computer. You're going to go to bed at a decent time. No alcohol. Right away, a lot of people go, eh, I'm out at that one, but whatever. Uh, get up at a good time. Good early time. Exercise. Eat right. No sweets. Let's try to drop the caffeine. Let's try to, again, drop the alcohol. It looks like you're a smoker. Probably should stop that. Looks like you're a marijuana user. Let's try skipping that for so many weeks or months. See how it works. All of this sounds like sacrifice. It sounds like discipline. And it sounds like the old W word, work. And a lot of people that are depressed, when they look at work as being the solution, or at least impart a solution to their problem, they're just very work and effort averse. It sounds exhausting. Getting up and checking the mail for them is exhausting. Getting up and changing a diaper is exhausting. They're depressed. And I'll be damned if the rest of us don't suffer as a result of this. But something's got to change here. This is not sustainable. It's not healthy for you, my friend. You should not, Nick. You should not put up with this. It needs to stop now. Not tomorrow. Not a month from now. Put your foot down and say enough is enough. We're going to get help with this. We're going to talk to somebody if in fact she is depressed and that somebody may prescribe medication, may prescribe certain kind of therapies, in-person, one-on-one counseling, group counseling, you know, you two come in as a couple. This is going to take a while to figure out. You have years of training. You've trained this dog to act a certain way. And suddenly tomorrow you're going to be like, you know, all that training I gave you 
you know, pet dog. Well, it's terrible. I shouldn't say pet dog for your wife, but you, you understand what I'm saying with the analogy. You, you train somebody or something. And by the way, we human beings are animals. We're trainable. You show us how to live life a certain way. If you do this, then this happens. If you don't do this, then this happens. And you do so for like over a decade, almost two decades. It becomes programming and printed in them. And then we, as the uh, sane people or the healthy people, say, um, hey, time to rewrite your programming. Let's go. It doesn't work that way. It's going to take a while. So, dude, you know how you've been patient through all this shit? Prepare to be more patient through a lot more shit to get this stuff worked out. Am I inching towards divorce? It's the easy way out. Uh, the, I say easy. You're breaking up a family, kids, the drama, money situation. But for you, it will feel like a giant 900-pound gorilla just jumped off your back. And you will say what a lot of men say in your position, which is, why the F didn't I do this 20 years ago? I would love to chat with you about this. These things are nuanced. They're complex. There's a lot of things working here. Go see a therapist if you don't want to talk to me about this or talk to a therapist and me about this. Um, but you need help, my man. You got a lot of stuff going on up in the old noodle, your noodle. She has stuff going on. Something's got to give here. You can't be stuck in this state of limbo. So get help for you and for her. I think your family and your relationship uh, deserves you know, don't just some work here. Don't just throw in the towel right away. Um, put in the old, uh, the old effort, the effort that goes beyond just being a yes man and trying to smooth things over and avoid conflict. All right, buddy. Best of luck to you. Reach out to me if you want to do the coaching. Dadstartingover.com slash coaching. If the pricing's a little high, join our members group. You get a lot of cool benefits with the members group, including dis, you know discussion, live discussion with hundreds and hundreds of other guys from all over the world, many of which are in your position or they were in your position. And with that uh, membership comes a big, like half off discounts from that coaching. So you could join the group, sign up for just two or three months, see if you like it, buy a coaching session, and that is cheaper in total, all those combined, than if you just bought a coaching session from dadstartingover.com. Just an idea. If, if it's not through me, if it's not through our group, you need to get help somewhere, buddy. Okay? Best of luck to you. If you're listening to this, you're probably a guy who is interested in self-improvement. You probably consume a lot of information, like these podcasts, YouTube videos, audiobooks, courses, everything you can to learn more and help you become the best man that you can be. And if you're like a lot of men, there's something still missing. Well, I can tell you what that missing thing probably is. Quality time with other men that are on the same mission as you. Some of you probably have casual relationships with your fellow soccer dads or the occasional beer with guys from the neighborhood, but none of them seem to be on the same page as you. Am I right? They seem content with their shitty marriages, their shitty jobs, and their expanding waistlines. They have all but given up. You find yourself talking to them about the same football teams, listening to their stories about their subpar home life, and you're getting to the point where you dread hanging around them. Well, the good news is that we have assembled a group of men just like you. We call our group the DSO Fraternity. We have live Zoom meetings that are hosted by yours truly, along with the other members of the DSO team. We have a very active private discussion forum, 
a Discord server for our lifetime members, a members-only podcast, access to my books in audiobook and PDF format at no extra charge, discounts on one-on-one coaching with myself and other members of the team, discounts on our video courses, and access to our in-person gatherings. We have met in Nashville, Tennessee, Austin, Texas, Las Vegas, Australia, Amsterdam, and soon in New Orleans. So check it out, the DSO Fraternity at dsofraternity.com. We have monthly, annual, and lifetime membership options available. I think you will find our group is the missing piece of the puzzle that you have been looking for.